Remember all those spelling and grammar lessons you sat through as a student? I can remember transcribing vocabulary lists over and over and diagramming sentences and figuring out when and how to use participial phrases. Actually, I'm pretty sure I've forgotten that one. But the point is, it all matters in a professional setting. Grammar, spelling, punctuation, you need these skills every day in the business world. Welcome to the 14th episode of the Busy Work Podcast. I am Corey Workheiser, podcasting from the College of Charleston School of Business. Hard to believe, but we're wrapping up another semester and another academic year, albeit an odd one given the lingering effects of COVID precautions, but time moves on. And that's what we're doing, moving on to the next phase. Congratulations to all the graduates out there and all the best to you as you graduate to the world of work. As an employee, you represent the company. You may be the first and only point of contact for customers. Effective professional communication, all of it, promotes the company's image and helps to encourage the customer about the level of professionalism in the company. If you doubt me on this, do a quick search online for misspelled billboards and prepare to be impressed by how much it bothers you. (laughs) But before you represent an employer, you represent yourself. Getting hired and being successful in your chosen field requires strong, written, verbal, and interpersonal communication skills. Employers can easily tell how well you communicate by the way you write your cover letter and the way you write your resume, and especially how you converse doing a phone or in-person interview or more and more over Zoom. Let's start with the application and hiring process. Does the prose of your cover letter read well? When you answer questions in an interview, do you meander or get to the point directly? Do you present facts in a coherent way that is easy to follow? On the resume, effective communication includes beginning every bullet point with strong verbs like coordinated, collaborated, analyzed, delivered, produced. Do you use the same words or phrases repeatedly or do you find new ways to communicate what you're trying to get across? For example, I review a lot of resumes, over 600 in the past year alone. Action verbs seem to be a big miss on a lot of these. I read over and over, responsibilities included, assigned tasks were, and I try not to nod off. But when I see solid action verbs, it helps to demonstrate strong skills and it helps to draw me in to look further in the resume. When communicating in professional settings, Don't clutter written documents or speech with things that everyone already knows, or things that don't add something to an understanding of your qualifications. Only include info on the resume and in the interview that most advance your cause without wasting the time of the reviewer. As an applicant, do you take the time to convey your interest in the company and the posting? Many people really don't do that. In fact, it's one of the biggest complaints I hear from employers. They almost feel like you're not interested at all, that you're kind of going through the motions. Remember, the hiring manager is adding you to the team. It shouldn't be a surprise that they'd like to add someone excited about the role as opposed to someone who seems just disinterested. I like to include information I've seen on LinkedIn especially, as that helps me show not only my interests, but also my informed knowledge. Maybe include something you've learned about the company's work or mission that appeals to you. 
when you do your homework about the company before your interview and show what you've learned by the questions you ask, you can show your high level of interest and enthusiasm for the company and the position. Candidates who communicate a passion for the work by their tone of voice and general attitude make a big impact on hiring managers. But that's verbal communication. What about your written communication via the resume and the cover letter? Do you demonstrate results? Resume bullet points should provide examples of the challenges you faced and the results of your actions. Demonstrate the, the revenue you generated, the likes and follows that you generated through your managing social media. Things that are gonna show how you've demonstrated a positive impact in a company. And when you speak of these things in your interview and employers see that your work is meaningful to you, they will gravitate towards you. From an employer standpoint, a productive worker is important, but one who is engaged and a strong contributor is invaluable. And by the way, through all of this, communication is a two-way process. Be sure to listen. Through careful listening, you can ensure you're communicating the correct contact in the hiring manager and conveying the critical data to make your case. And by listening, you may pick up on things that will generate really powerful questions that you can ask. And one last thing, stay tuned for a later episode on effective follow-up, as I believe this is a sorely lacking area of most job searches. If you send an employer a defined time frame and you fail to meet that time frame, you've already demonstrated your unreliability. The same is true if you're asked to provide information of any kind and you don't send it as promised. Instead, take the initiative to promptly respond to a phone call, send a thank you note after an interview, and promptly provide lots of references or other information when requested. This demonstrates and communicates your respect and your diligence. Come back to episode 15, our next one of the Busy Work Podcast, for a, a bigger, more in-depth discussion of follow-up. professional communication. Hey, if you want to be taken seriously as a professional, you need to convey your professionalism through written, verbal, and interpersonal communication skills. The use of computers, not surprisingly, has expanded the realm of communication tools from emails to instant messages to chat to social media, in addition to the good old phone and face-to-face. -face. More communication tools means more opportunities to mess things up. Or, hopefully, more options to demonstrate how effectively you communicate. Take your time and always make it positive and professional. You can't go wrong with positive and professional. Best advice you'll ever keep. Hey, that's a wrap for today's Busy Work Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes focused on helping you mind your business.